Monday motivation. Start your week off flying high. Monday motivation. It's your time to rise and shine. Happy Monday, guys. So glad to be back here with you guys. Today we have a very awesome interview with James Klusichak today. I think you guys could enjoy this so very much, so be ready for an amazing Monday. See, Jamie, she is an author. She writes songs. If I could start introducing her, it's going to be just 15 minutes, just an introduction. So I'm not going to go ahead and do this. But Jamie, you know, like Maya Angelou, I love Maya Angelou, and she says sometimes um, God sends people to be a rainbow in your cloud. You are a rainbow for me, for my life, and uh, I am so grateful for you. So, Jamie, I am excited to be talking to you this morning. This is Monday Motivation, so we're trying to just bring it up, a little bit of joy and a little bit of positivity to the people that are listening to this on Monday mornings, okay? So, you wrote this book. I have here on my hand, it's called Push. I loved it. I read it in one day. I circled the things. I said, so good. I'm really excited for your next books. And uh, when I was reading this book, you talk about a few things that for me, I think is pretty incredible and important. Okay. So you talk about position, position yourself for your dreams, position yourself for your destiny. You know, you talk about uh, when your character's, um, when your character is lined up to position herself to receive those things. So what do you mean about position? How, Jamie, how important that is? Yeah, I think, you know, well, first, thanks for talking to me. I just love you. The way you love me, I feel like 100 times towards you. You encourage me in so many ways. And so just let me say that even going right into what you're asking is about positioning yourself. You know, one thing that I think is so important when you're talking about dreams and doing, you know, what you're created to do and what hits your go buttons and what you're passionate about is really surrounding yourself with like-minded people, if that makes sense. I think, you know, they say when I, when I was growing up, my mom always used to say, birds of a feather flock together, Jamie, birds of a feather. And I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, mom. She's like, watch who your friends are because that's who you're going to be. And um, it's something so simple, but that I think that everyone can really benefit from is that our friends and who we surround ourselves with, really, they help either push us or pull us from the dreams that are in our heart. For example, if I want to be a writer and I want to be a creator and I have dreams, there's some friends that I can come to. And when I tell them those things, they feel threatened. They feel um, they'll discourage me in that. They'll talk about how I don't have time to do that, how I'm not educated enough for that, how um, I don't have the skill set you know, to do that, um, how there's so many other people in the world that have that gift or that creativity or that talent. And so I leave them and I feel like my bucket is just drained. 
And then there's other people that I, I'm around and I hang around and I tell them that dream or I tell them that thing that's stirring in my heart and they become a professional cheerleader for my life. <laughs> they are not threatened in any way. They believe that every, that the world is big enough for every single person to live out their dream. And all of a sudden they start encouraging me. They don't just encourage me, but then they start keeping me accountable. I'm like, great. Maybe I shouldn't have shared this because now I'm sharing, like I'm writing another book or I'm writing this song. And now every time they see me, they're asking me, oh my gosh, like, how's that book coming? How's that songwriting? Are you changing the world yet? And even though in the moment I'm like, oh man, they're like, they're really going after me in my heart and in my spirit. It's like I get around them and all of a sudden I feel like I'm overflowing with vision. I'm overflowing with positivity. I'm overflowing with this attitude like I can do it. And so if you surround yourself with the right people, I feel like it just propels you to be everything that God created you to be and be everything that's in your heart. You know, with that, I think to not just friends, but also people that you admire and that you look up to people that, you know, you want to be Mia Feinberg when you grow up, you know, who knows, but start going after those people. Um, I'm a firm believer that generosity opens the doorway to the impossible and things that you thought were impossible in your life. When you just look for ways to be generous to others, their hearts automatically open to you. And there have been so many times in my life where inside my head's telling me like, you should not approach this person. They are so far beyond you in years and experience and talent. There's no way they're going to ever want to talk with you or meet with you. But I push past those feelings and those thoughts and I still pursue them and doors have opened like I wouldn't believe relationships like came from that and then they not only become a cheerleader for my life but they also become a resource and a wealth of information to help me avoid pitfalls in pursuing the dreams that are in my heart that maybe I would have never seen or realized so that's one way I guess that that can help position you Oh, that is so good. That is just so good. Guys, please listen to this. Now, another thing that you were already talking about that, you mentioned in your book how your character is coming along, how your words are alignment, are in align, alignment to our future. Why that words matters? Oh, well, like what a loaded question, right? Um, well, out of your heart, you know, comes your words. So what's in you is going to come out of you at some point when the pressure's on, you know, I can pretend to be the world's greatest mom for, you know, five months. And then all of a sudden the pressure hits and I'm yelling at my kids for, who knows what, you know, they didn't wash the conditioner out of their hair. You know, they didn't put that dish away right. You know, um, so when the pressure comes on, I feel like what comes out of us and what comes out of our, our mouth is really, really shows who we are. So I feel like one of the key things that you said is character. Okay. You're, if you're, if your like position in your dream comes to pass, but your character can't sustain that you're in trouble. 
And so instead of always grasping and wanting more and going for more, that's great. We need to put feet to our, our vision and things like that. But when things aren't happening as fast as you thought that they were happening, I usually, I'm a Christian, so I usually bring that before God. And I believe that those times are times where God's like, you just aren't ready yet. Like you aren't ready. You think you're all ready. But if you saw what I saw, I want you to know if you stepped into that, you know, multi-million dollar author or writer or traveler around the world, whatever it is that's in your heart, if you stepped into that, your character just could not sustain that right now. So instead of looking at this, this like down season or this maybe slower season or a season where it's just not happening fast enough as a down thing, instead you need to take that and you need to be like, okay, what needs to work in my heart and my life during this season so that when I do, because I'm going to get there, I believe I'm going to get there, but what, so that when I get there, the character in my life is ready to be able to handle what's going to be given to me. For example, what about your family? What about your marriage? What about your friendships? Do you have great things in place? to sustain good friendships in your life. Mm. You have great things in place to have the family that you always dreamed about. Because in the end, like if I accomplish my dreams and a thousand, 10,000, 1 million people are impacted by me, but I lose my children mm. because of aspirations that were in my heart and neglect to them, that's not a win for me. And you need to know like, what's your win? Me losing my family, losing my marriage, that's not a win. So behind the scenes, I need to make sure during these times that Milan and I have things in place as a couple and as a family, that when those times do come, when that dream does come to pass, we have created a steady rhythm of who we are as a family, of what our values are, of what we aren't going to compromise on. And so then we get to that amazing point, which there's always more, right? Like there's never an end. Like you always have something else in your heart until we die. I pray that when we are 85 years old, Rebecca, we are still having these podcasts and we are helping next generations rise up to be everything that they can be. So I just feel like, man, I have got to in those times character wise develop what I want to be. I want to be a woman of integrity. I want to speak encouraging words. I want to be a great friend. I want to be a great mom. And that means that I have time to spend with the people that I love most, that I encourage them more b before I start encouraging others, that, that I start living out what I'm writing in song and in book before it ever hits anyone else's you know, mind or heart or spirit that I have that down and I'm a work in progress. And so, and then out of that, I feel like my words come. And so, you know, with words, I feel like character is one thing and character like flow, your words flow out of your character. But then words, man, sometimes there's just times where I'm just not feeling it. You know, I'm just not feeling it. You know, um, one example would be <laughs> years ago, I really wanted to get in shape and I really wanted to be healthy. You know, after four kids, it's like, sorry, listeners, but like things start to sag. Things don't look the way they used to. Things just like, and I'm in my 30s. So you know how that goes. Like your metabolism just isn't what it used to be. So 
I hate running. I've always hated it. If I'm going to be honest, I don't, I never really enjoyed it for years and years and years. I tried it and it's cheap. It's cheap, right? Like I don't have to pay to go to a gym, go to a class. I can just go out and run. So forever I would walk in the house and I would tell my husband, I'm like, I'm a natural born runner. And he's like, he would tell me, babe, just keep telling yourself that because I know the truth. I know the truth. And I'm like, no, <laughs> hold on. I am a natural born runner. Literally, I would say 15 years, 15 years of me telling myself that. But finally, this past year, I don't know, something clicked, something snapped, something got stirred in me. And I'm like, that's it. Like, I'm tired of being mediocre in this area. I really am. Cause I was mediocre, a mediocre runner at best. Or, and all of a sudden I started loving, I started loving what I was doing and I started valuing that, but literally it took years. And I think the decision, like it was the words that I spoke and now Milan looks at me and he's like, you are like, you really are now you're a runner. And I'm like, see, I told you I was prophesying over my own life way back then it took longer than I thought but you know what the moment I decided to step out of mediocre the moment mediocre wasn't good enough for me anymore the moment I went after a like huge goal like running to changed but I feel like it all started with me telling myself, you are a natural born writer. Or believe writer. I believe <laughs> it. No, I, I truly believe that. You you were the entire time. We just needed to bring it up, right? I needed to bring it out. I needed to make that decision. But yeah, uh-huh. I hope that answers your question some. Oh, no, it's just so good. It's like I could have just sit here and listen to you all day because I just feel... It's just so full of wisdom. There's so much that you carry inside of you that is so practical, faith, vision, that is so easy to understand, you know? And I'm going to start speaking to my own self saying, I am um, a master exercise. I, I, I can do this, you know? You can do it. You there can. we go. Thank you. I received that. So... <laughs> So one thing, Jamie, that I think is installing you, and I'll be bold enough to ask you this question because you know the the dreamers, the artists that they dream about doing something, mm-hmm. usually they stay in the dream only. Oh, yeah. And then dream and they dream and they dream and they have a great idea and then they have another great idea and then one more great idea and they actually never do anything yeah. with that. So how can someone step from only dreaming to actually doing and recording and publishing? Because you are a songwriter and you actually made the song, record the song and put it out there on iTunes, right? Mm-hmm. And I love listening, by the way. But how did the, does someone that only dreams has the talent but how can they transition to actually doing it? How do you do that? Um, I think, first of all, you've got to ask yourself, like, one simple question. Am I willing to pay the price? Because people don't ever move out of the dream stage, I feel, ultimately, because they aren't willing to pay the price. 
They don't want to make the relationships. They don't want to invest the time. They're maybe worried. They won't step past their worries or their fears to just start pursuing and creating and doing things. So ultimately it goes back to, they don't want to pay the price. I mean, if we just take away all the fluff and all the excuses, you don't want to pay the price to do it. Um, The same was with running. I mean, the same is with running is with writing is with relationships and good friendships. Every woman out there is like, Oh, I just want great friendships, but you know what? they aren't a great friend and they don't invest in being a great friend so that others will actually want to be their friend. So let's just like, let's be real. What you value and what you want, you invest your time in and you pay the price for. So once you answer that question, I would say that would be first, am I willing to pay the price for this? If the answer is yes, then I would bring it to your spouse or whatever. If you're married, because they're going to have to pay the price for the price that you're paying. And you need to make sure you guys are on the same page. That's just how we work anyways. We're like corporate, you right. know, like we've got it inside together. Yeah. Um, it's not just about, see, I hate this. Dreams, dreams are amazing. But you know what? If they're self, if it's just for you, if it's just so that your name can be known, if it's just so that you can, um, you know, make a name for yourself. Let me, it's going to end in disappointment. Yeah. You might get everything that's in your heart, but I'm telling you, you will be empty in the end. Mm -hmm. It has got, you don't want to lay others on the altar of sacrifice so that your dreams can come true. Mm -hmm. If that makes any sense. So, you know, think about that. So that's why it's important for Milan and I to talk about our, you know, what it is that's in our heart and what's the time commitment. Once you say yes, like I'm willing to pay that price. The only thing it is, is being consistent. You have got to weekly put one foot in front of the other and take steps. Practically speaking. So let's just talk about practical. How does this practically come out? Um, I would say for me, this was a struggle for me for years. I would have great ideas or I'd have things that I would have to pursue. And I don't know, maybe you found yourself in this cycle before. You have a great dream. You're so passionate about it. A year later, you think about that dream and you start feeling guilty. You're like, oh, I had this great dream. A year has already gone by or two years or five years. And I have done nothing about that thing. Well, the fact is you just need to get out your planner and you need to set aside time weekly. I'm not talking about like, sometimes we're like, we're like schizophrenic. It's like, okay, I need to pursue this dream. So now I'm not making dinner for the kids for the next five months. I'm gonna, all I'm going to do from 7am till 9pm is work on my dream. And it's like, hello, that's not life. Like you need to eat. You to go to the grocery store you need you have other things so don't go at it like that that's just all wrong you need to go at it consistently so on Mondays I call it my dream day now I work a part-time job I'm a mom of four I'm a wife and then I have these dreams right and I have to clean the house do the laundry whatever So Sunday for me is a work day and it's like my favorite day of the week. I'm at church all day. It's awesome. Monday, I come home. Monday's from 8 a.m. till noon. I turn off my phone. 
I grab my Bible. I grab my happy planner. I have a planner that's a happy, it's literally yellow with unicorns on it. It makes me feel good. I have colored pencils. I get that sucker out and I put nothing in there about work, nothing in there about what I have to do. The only thing that is in there are dreams for myself and dreams for others. Now, let me say this. You can pursue your dream as like, like all get out. And that's important. But helping others achieve the dreams that are in their life, let me tell you, is just as important and just as rewarding. You are not gifted the way that you're gifted just so that you can bless yourself. That's right. You are gifted to make a difference in the lives of someone else. So when I say, you know, that, oh, someone's here. Yay! When I say that, that you need to focus time on yourself, for me, part of that is focusing time on others. So that eight till noon when my cell phone's off, no one can get a hold of me. I do not look at emails. I disconnect myself from the world. And all I do is I spend time with God because I love God. That's part of it. I spend time writing songs. I have a folder that's not on my computer. It is just a folder that looks creative that is just for writing songs. I have another folder that is not on my computer that is just for writing books. It's like book ideas, chapter ideas, things like that. I whip those things out along with my happy planner, which the happy planner focuses on dreams for me and dreams for others. And I just spend that time just doing that. Let me tell you, that time, more songs have come out of that time. More dreams have come out of that time. Fulfilling dreams in other people's lives and helping them push towards their dreams, that comes out of that time. That has been some of the most energizing um, moments that I have ever had. And I just started that in 2017. And I'm texting me and I tell people about it so they know, hey, this is like, if you're a good friend of mine, you know, Mondays nine or eight till noon, that's her dream time. I'm not going to talk to her during that time. And I feel so energized the rest of the week because I am focusing on something that I feel is so important and breathes life. If you're a dreamer, dreams breathe life into you. And if you don't take steps towards those dreams, it will drain you. You will feel that weight. So you've got to put time to it. And then from there, from that point, man, I rally around me a group of people Like, it's not about me. So like, what are dreams in Rebecca's heart? What are dreams in Jamie's heart? What are dreams in your heart? And how can we together help those things come to pass? You might not know how to record a song, but I guarantee that someone in your sphere of influence that you know does know how. So you say this, hey, I am working on this. And I would love to help you with like what is in your heart or what God has placed in your heart. But is there any way that maybe I could treat you out to lunch or coffee? Could you talk me through what it would take for me to record this first song that I've written that I really feel needs to get out there? 
The same with books. There are so many self-publishing companies out there. There are so many people who have majored in English literature or um, are teachers that could help you write and prove and read your book. And then you can self-publish that. You can put it on Amazon like I did. I mean, you can do that all by yourself. There is no, there's no excuse nowadays with the internet, with connections, with Instagram, with Amazon. There's just, if you want to do it, you can do it, but you got to be willing to pay the price. And then you need to make sure that you have a healthy path to get you there. Mm -hmm. If that makes sense, healthy, with your family, healthy, with your relationships, mm-hmm. and just an all-around healthy person. Listen, when you get to that point and people are looking up to you, this is just so near and dear to my heart. When a world or a generation is looking to you, what are they going to see? Mm. What are they going to see? I When they look at me, I want them to see a woman who loves Jesus because that's just a personal thing. And I believe that's for everyone in this world. That's what you were created to be first relationship with God and nothing that you create or do will ever give you fulfillment like your relationship with Jesus, because that's what you were created to do outside of that though. When they see that, I want them to see a woman of character and integrity. Who's the same behind the scenes as she is when everyone's watching I want them to see a woman of faith like who really goes after what God's placed in her heart and doesn't just sit on those things forever, but really believes God's best for her life and who really pushes others towards God's best for their lives. Like I, for goodness sake, like there are so many self-consumed people out there. I, for everything that I am, that I love, that I'm passionate about, I do not want to be another one of those people. I want to be all about you and bringing out God's best in you. And so help me, I'm praying and asking that God just works that in my character so that I can be a catalyst for the dreams of other people. So maybe I write my next book or my fifth book or whatever, or fifth songs publishing, whatever it is, right? And maybe like money rolls in or opportunities roll in. Well, what am I going to do with that? You know what? Milan and I already have a plan. That being said, it starts now. Like um, practical things of generosity and of just blessing others. You know, this is a little bit different than the question that you asked, but I think it goes with character qualities. Right. We, you know, we tithe everything that we get, we tithe. And then on top of that, we set aside, we have a special account where a percentage of our income goes into that account. And all that is used for is blessing others. That's it. I know. I'm like, (laughs) you have so much to give that I'm telling you, I'm going to start encouraging you to start your own podcast and I'll be the first one to listen to. It's going to call Monday Afternoon Dream With Me by Jamie. You know, (laughs) we call like dreams catalyst from Rebecca oh my god (laughs) so anyway I think you answer I think you answer everything and 
and it makes me cry because I truly believe what you're saying. I, I believe it. I have experienced that myself. And I have a very last question. That's it. One last question. Let me, let me tell your podcast people two books that have really helped me put feet to my dreams. One okay. is Principle of the Path by Andy Stanley. He says in that book that um, your direction, not your intention, determines where you're going to end up basically. So it doesn't matter how many dreams or intentions you have. It's really the direction you're heading, like where you're walking, that's going to determine your destination. And the other one is this creatives will love this book. And if you haven't read it, I encourage you, please get it. It's called this. It's called manage your day to day, build your routine, find your focus and sharpen your creative mind. Now, this is a book from creatives all across the nation that, that tell you what their rhythm is for creating. And that's all it is. Like every chapter is a different person. Um, and it's amazing. So I think if you haven't gotten that book, that would help you if you okay. want to. And we're going to go ahead and put that book on the link on the podcast. On the podcast. So if you want to see and click on the books, you'll be able to see what Jamie is talking about. Jamie, last question. Okay. What is your favorite quote? And tell us why. I actually took a picture of my favorite quote. Oh, wow. I have so many favorite quotes. I'm sure. <laughs> but this one has really been speaking to me. And so I hope it speaks to someone's out. Heart. I know that you probably know it, but it's by Theodore, Theodore Roosevelt, and it's called Man in the Arena, and I'll read it to you. It says this, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the doer of deeds could have done them better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs, who comes short again and again because there is no effort without error or shortcomings, but who does actually strive to do the deeds, who knows great enthusiasms, the great devotions, who spends himself in a worthy cause, who at the best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least fails while daring greatly so that his place shall never be with those cold and timid souls who neither know victory nor defeat. Isn't that great? <laughs> I just, every time I read it, I totally just got it made for our office. It's going to hang and over my new desk, my creative desk, where my creative little caddy is going to be and all my notebooks. But I just feel like Rebecca, like, I would rather dare greatly and fail than never be in the arena to compete. Failure is a part. Someone needs to hear this. Failure is a part sure. of life. And I grew up really fearing failure and I'm working like I have to, I have to intentionally work against that because fear of failure will well, like squelch the dreams that are in your heart like no other. You will never dare. Right. You won't take the steps because you're afraid of, of failing. But you know what? You know what helps me is the fear of being mediocre my entire life is so much greater than my fear of failure that it makes me step into that arena with everything I've got and fight like I'll get out. And if I fail... 
fine. Then I'll get up and I'll just try again. But I don't want to be the person, the woman who never steps in to dare greatly of what God had for her or those around her. And I don't want to see my friends do it either. (laughs) Jamie, this is good. This is good. I'm telling you, if you're listening to this and this doesn't really change your life at some point of how you think, this is so, so precious. I think there's so much, there's so much inside of you. It's just so great. I love you you too. We have to finish because it's time to go. But I want to just say thank you so much for being here. I've been uh, looking into watching you live your life. And it's being, and there's certain things that I saw that I said, I want to know this lady. And now, and I, you didn't know me. I came to you and I said, I just wanted to give you, I just wanted to say hello (laughs) because I watched and I saw so much, you know, like living waters coming out of you that now that we moved, you know, and when we moved, you're the first person that ever came to our home and brought out your book and your little card. And my husband actually said, he said, you love those things, right? Because I get so blessed by it. And you, um, your humanity, you know, you are a star. You carry all this wonderful gift of God in you, but you're so humble. You're so uh, gifted and just being kind that you are teaching me how to do that how to be that and that is developing me by watching you and we finish like that (laughs) on monday happy monday guys (laughs) it was so good to have you here thank you jamie you're my sister